your money in your investments, your wealth is a representation of your monetary energy, as Saylor calls it. And this is one of the big aha moments for Bitcoin for me and why Bitcoin is the greatest asset humanity's ever created. Welcome to the Better Human Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, entrepreneur, CEO, father, coach, growth-minded, and obsessed with becoming better human. I'm here to help you level up your mind, body, and life. I want you to become a better human. I want you to wake up every day excited about getting to work, getting things done, working on yourself, and then making the world a better place around you. That's how we're going to change the future for humanity. That's how we're going to solve the biggest problems we have in 2021 and on. That's how the world's going to become a better place for my sons and hopefully future daughters. The more better humans we have that can critically think, that are self-aware, the better chance we have at creating a future that we all deserve. Make sure you get all the updates over at Colin.coach to get on the Better Human newsletter. You can also reach me anytime, Colin, C-O-L-I-N, at wildfoods.co. Support the show, head over to Wild Foods and use code WILDCEO for your nutrition needs. We have local roasted Austin coffee. Our flagship product, Wild Cocotropic, is a great coffee booster or coffee replacement if you're trying to cycle coffee off, as I've been doing lately. Obsessively source real food products from nature to support your lifestyle needs. Let's get to the show. What is up, everybody? Colin here for another podcast video. I don't know where you're going to see this, to be honest. I'm actually going to probably post this on multiple shows. This is not going to be work-friendly safe. Probably not. Because this is actually a chapter in my upcoming book, The Better Man. I don't have a subtitle yet, but uh, it's also The Better Man podcast, The Better Man website, which you can get on the launch list at morebetterman.com. Focus on helping build sovereign, independent thinking, critical, healthy, functioning leaders of men that we need more of moving into our modern era. It's also a show for women. I mean, there's a lot you can learn there, and there a lot of the same mindset principles are going to apply to both sexes. But today, I want to talk about wealth. I want to talk about money. I want to talk about spending, frugality, the psychology of money. We're living in the most, one of the most ridiculous, hyped-up times in modern finance. I mean, we could probably go back to the South Seas bubble or the tulip mania craze and find some similarities in the craziness that's going on in crypto, in real estate, in stocks. Like, obviously, the GameStop thing that happened recently. People that are trading which I don't recommend at all, and how most people think that investing is trading, even though it's not. So there's a lot of things here. We're headed for a major correction. Nobody knows when that is. You know, we've had people that have been talking about a major correction in, in America for a long time now, and the Fed keeps papering over by printing trillions of dollars, but we've never hit kind of the velocity of money creation that we've hit in the past, I would say, 16 months. So there's actually, it's about one-fourth to one-fifth of all U.S. I think it's actually one-fourth now, a quarter of all US dollars in existence have entered the money supply in the last 16 months. Hmm, interesting, okay. Now, the Biden administration is proposing a new infrastructure bill, which I think they want to spend like six or $7 trillion. Now, at what point is the rest of the world gonna be like, hey, Mr. American, you're just making things out of thin air, you're just typing them on a computer screen, and then you're giving them to us, or lending them to us, as they do in other countries like in Africa, and then we're supposed to pay you interest and pay that money back. Something you create out of thin air, thin air is supposed to be then worth something. And this is obviously ridiculous, and a lot of people understand this. A lot of people don't. But it's just something that is like a, this house of cards that is maintained 
because it's going to be very painful to fix. And a lot of people have become addicted to dollars. I mean, a lot of other currencies aren't doing so hot right now either because of the same fiat problems. So there's going to be some some really crazy times ahead. I'm not going to spend time talking about Bitcoin because I'm, I've talked about it in other places. The thesis is buy Bitcoin, use it to become your own bank. That's what I'm doing. That's what our family has done. That's what I recommend everybody do. Hope.com would be a good intro. Michael Saylor, pretty much like a hero of our generation. It's going to go down in history as probably a pivotal change maker for bringing crypto to Fortune 500 companies, which is going to then, it's crazy what's going to happen. So let's talk about money though and wealth. Let's start with the fundamental reason why most people suck with money. It's biology. It's psychology. The more lacking in self-awareness you have, generally the, the worse with your money you are because you don't really understand why you're doing the things you're doing. You spend money on ego purchases. You spend money to fill a void in your psyche instead of doing that inner self-work that needs to be done. You buy things that give you a temporary high, whether that's drugs, whether that's food, whether that's sex, you know, entertainment even. It's a distraction. You like those short, the kind of short time preference things where you want a high now. Low time preference, I guess it's a better way to say it. So low time preference is somebody that places emphasis on the future, right? So you're a long-term thinker. A high time preference is you want that fix now. You want to have a long time preference. You want to think long-term. And that's why most people suck with their money is because the evolutionary implication for humans is that we live in an immediate reward environment in the wild. So if we found food, we ate it right away because we couldn't preserve it or save it for later. Nowadays, we have food on demand or sex on demand or like entertainment distraction on demand. We can get dopamine hits all day long. We can seek validation on social media, right? There's always some high that we can get. Uh, in the wild, that wasn't the case. So Mother Nature programmed Homo sapiens sapiens, which is modern anatomical humans, to do things that rewarded them quickly, fast, because the environment was scarce. So this is the fundamental mismatch of our species and why one of the core reasons why people suck with money. Then we can get into things like ego and insecurities and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Then we get into things like status where humans always want to kind of at least be on the same level with people. Like they've done research showing, like they did polls around this where people would rather make like $75,000 a year if everyone else made $75,000 a year rather than make $100,000 a year if everybody else was making $150,000 a year. <laughs> like they would give up $25,000 a year just to be on the same level with someone and not have them higher than them, even though it actually doesn't fundamentally make any difference to their lifestyle uh, other than just really the way they think about it. And $100,000 a year actually brings them more abundance and security and prosperity or whatever. But because it's less than $150,000, it's less than what other people are doing. Psychologically, they can't handle it. So like I said, I'm gonna post this on both pod. So better human, better man. There's, you know, principles in here about wealth, about frugality, the psychology of money. I'm going to talk about each of those a little bit. I'm going to try to keep this shorter and just kind of give you an intro because I'm going to talk a lot more about finance moving forward. Now, I might reference men here and there, but this is applicable for all people. Your money and your investments, your wealth is a representation of your monetary energy, as Sailor calls it. And this is one of the big aha moments for Bitcoin for me and why Bitcoin is the greatest asset humanity's ever created. It's the highest form of monetary energy storage the world has ever seen. It's akin to the discovery of fire or the wheel. It's fundamental. It's a elemental force. It is divine, as Max Kaiser says. Your wealth is you converting knowledge, some kind of energy. So knowledge energy, physical labor energy, you use capital, you use people to leverage and take risks, and then you get rewarded. Those rewards is a representation of energy again 
that you then want to put into other places for energy storage, then that can then produce you an energy return. The big aha moment for me, understanding money, and I've, I know the advent of money, of civilization, I've researched all these things, I've read lots of books on them, but I never really thought about money as a storage of energy. So it's really fascinating when you get down to the first principles of it and you really get into it deep and think about it. This is also the final aha moment for my true Bitcoin epiphany, where I really went like all in on Bitcoin rather than just having a small percentage of my portfolio, even though it was like 15%, it's still substantial. When you spend your monetary energy on things that don't have a long-term kind of sustainable use case, or they can't generate a return in some way, you're giving up security and sovereignty and future time and opportunity because money, financial energy, is stores for later to be used. The rich people, they know that their financial energy is the greatest asset they're ever going to have because they're going to put that into assets. I mean, it's actually not an asset. It's just a storage of energy that then gets moved into an asset that can produce financial energy. So buying real estate that produces income, buying Bitcoin that I can leverage against, then buy real estate produces income, um, buying businesses that cash flow. Okay. So when you spend money on these short-term highs, you're giving up future security I mean, you're basically giving up future time because, you know, energy is converted into time. It saves you time. It can buy you time, right? Whatever. So without getting too philosophical into all of it, it's pretty easy to understand. When you save your money slash invest it in something, you store your financial energy. You have that for a rainy day, right? You have it to maybe be able to quit your job because you have enough to live on, or you have it to produce income from assets that you buy that then pay for your lifestyle. And what's insane that in 2020, 2021, the opportunity to build a perpetual money machine that takes care of your life is available to every single, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say every single, because if you're living in Venezuela or Zimbabwe or some of these other countries that don't protect personal property rights and that are inflating away their dollars, whatever, like you need to get out of that country. But let's say in the West and in any modern industrialized Western civilization, generally you can create a perpetual money machine. And what's great with Bitcoin is you can literally be your own bank and do this outside of the system because the system will continually rape and pillage you. But we won't, like I said, get into that today. The opportunity for anybody, even if you're making 12 bucks an hour, you just funnel as much extra money as you can into buying, let's say Bitcoin, maybe buy some income producing stocks. Maybe you have a little bit of silver for the long run, maybe a little bit of gold for the long run. I don't know. I don't really like gold anymore, but maybe a little bit of silver. And you keep doing that. You keep buying assets. Eventually you can maybe buy a house that you live in and maybe rent out part of it. Or maybe you buy a house that is purely an investment that you rent out through Airbnb and then you make some money on that. And then you do that and you do that based on your mortgage and you buy another house and you go, 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 go. And then eventually you have your real estate portfolio of like five to seven Airbnb properties or whatever it is that are then paying you $5,000 a month collectively over your carry, which is basically your expenses. And then bam, you live off that money and you're financially free for life. And every year you actually increase your financial position. That's attainable for everybody, literally everybody. Maybe you only acquire a couple hundred thousand dollars in assets in your lifetime because you just never break out of like the 15 bucks an hour job and you pay a lot in taxes over your lifetime and you still have to live like I get it. And then inflation is chipping away at your buying power and your earning power. I get it. And I would tell that person to buy Bitcoin and it'll protect themselves. But even if you didn't buy Bitcoin and you just did a traditional stock market investing or whatever, over like 20 or 30 years, you should have enough to be able to retire on. And maybe you use that nest egg, as they call it, to live in a place like Philippines where it's like 500 bucks a month to live like a king or like South America somewhere or whatever. The world's becoming more globalized anyways. You can hop on an internet connection and basically produce income anywhere in the world. Today's show is sponsored by Wild Foods Co. 
real food, superfoods from around the world, and particularly the Wild Cocotropic, which is one of our flagship products. So this is a coffee replacement and or booster. You can use it in the morning if you're trying to reduce your caffeine intake or cycle coffee from time to time, as I do. You can also use it the way I do, which when I'm having coffee and I want to put some butter in it, I want to do kind of a keto coffee, I'm going to throw in about a tablespoon of Cocotropic as well. And it's just a delicious cocoa beverage that gives me that mental boost from the chaga and the reishi. And I got some maca and turmeric in there. It's mood and concentration. And it helps also actually mitigate the effects of a too much caffeine spike. So if I'm adding to coffee, for example, and you get that quick spike, and then you kind of come down, you have a little bit of that crash and you have the afternoon slump. A very cool thing inside the Cocotropic is the theobromine and the L-theane, which are inside cocoa and part of why people love cocoa and talk about how healthy it is for you. And these help you actually release caffeine uh, slowly. They, they help mitigate the effects of the caffeine crash so that instead of coming down hard, you're going to have the caffeine intake at more of a steady pace and it's gonna help mitigate the up and down as much. It's just an awesome thing. So if you're looking to replace your coffee with something that's delicious and still has a little bit of caffeine because cocoa has a little bit of caffeine, it's about, I would say, one uh, fourth to sixth the amount of coffee generally. You also have those unique properties of the cocoa that help it so you're not crashing too hard. This is the perfect way to start your day. It's also the perfect way to upgrade your coffee and help mitigate the crash just a little bit. And it's just delicious, it's awesome. It's raw, organic, non-alkalized cocoa powder with wild chaga and reishi, medicinal mushrooms that are also great for focus and all of the health benefits that they're revered for as well. And then it's got some maca and turmeric in there to round it out, got an amazing flavor profile. We have some customers that drink this straight up with hot water. I mean, it's amazing. So you can also bake with it, make recipes. It is truly an amazing product, an amazing blend, now with 100% organic ingredients. You can get a huge bag of eight ounces for only $19.99 over at wildfoods.co, and as well as a 16 ounce, which is only $29.99. And then if you use code WILDCEO, you'll get 12% off your entire order. And if you want it conveniently to ship to you every single month so you don't run out, we also have auto ship options as well. So head over to wildfoods.co, You'll see Cogotropic in the shop page right there. Use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order. You'll be supporting the show, and you'll also be supporting small producers that grow ingredients the right way, small farmers. And that's exactly what we need to do to change the big consolidated food industry, which is one of our missions at Wild Foods, is to help people eat real food, get back in the kitchen, and to help support small farmers. So again, wildfoods.co, use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order. Understanding all this, like reading books about what money actually is, watching videos about Bitcoin and like watch some of Michael Saylor's videos, you have to understand the history of money, the history of civilization. You have to understand what fiat is, what inflation is. Like you're playing in this game and trading away large swaths of your life, potentially 30 years, doing something that just everybody else does. So people think that Medicare is going to be there or Medicaid or like what's the retirement stuff, the uh, Social Security, right? That's going to eventually be bankrupt. It's going to completely collapse. So people like are playing that game where they work for 30 years, 40 years for a company, and they invest in their 401k, and they're getting paid this fiat money, and every year the cost of living goes up, inflation goes up. We have asset inflation, so those people that are trying to escape the 9 to 5, you do it through buying assets, but assets keep rising, so that becomes reserved for the ultra wealthy. It just, it just increases the gap. It keeps happening. Now, Bitcoin is the answer. But like again, I, I keep coming back to that because like it's the solution. No, my point is, if you're playing that game and you're just blindly doing what your parents did or what everyone else does or what is considered normal, you might literally spend 30, 40 years of your life and then be fucked. 
And then you have to be a Walmart greeter for like the last 40 years of your life or 30 or 20, or whatever you're lucky to get. Fuck that. That's why a lot of what I'm doing now is just trying to wake people up. Bitcoin is literally just the answer. Just buy it, hold it, don't fuck with it. Don't touch it, don't sell it. That's it. That's all you have to do. And then obviously maybe learn about stocks and real estate and like get a basic financial understanding, understand the risks with each of them, understand what inflation is. I mean, you really need to understand what inflation and fiat is and what the government does and how like you can't just keep printing money. You can't just make it out of thin air. Like something that you can make out of thin air has no value. The American dollar has lasted so long because we dominated the, the, the earth after World War II and became the, the reserve currency. Nixon took us off the gold standard in 61 or 70, I think it was 71. We've had all these fragilities. We've had all these financial collapses every so often. We're gonna have another one, it's gonna be huge. It's just really, really scary because if we have a hyperinflation scenario, we will very quickly devolve into a zombie apocalypse shit where Electricity goes out because now the dollars that everyone has to pay for their electric bills is worth nothing. So electric companies can't take it. They can't maintain. Food prices go up for the same reasons. If the world stops accepting US dollars and they kind of band together and they say, oh, we're going to do China, we're going to do the yen, or we're going to do this or that or whatever, America is going to go through some very, very tough times. And I don't mean tough times where like, oh, we're not making our 10% return every year in the market. I mean like literal breadline walking through the streets looking for a place to eat food or for, for charity, basically. Like people that aren't prepared, they don't have any Bitcoin, they don't have goals, they don't have silver, they don't have like resource, they don't have ammo, they don't have gasoline, they don't have nothing. They will be beholden to their local environment. And I was in here in Austin recently. We had just moved into a house, Snowmageddon hit, they're calling it Snowmageddon. It's like the craziest storm that Austin's seen in like 40 years or 100 years or something. We were out of, out of power for nine days, okay? We were burning Ikea shelves in the fireplace for warmth. And we had two-year-old and a six-month-year-old. We found a hotel. The next day we couldn't find a hotel, everything was booked. We went to a friend's house. Fortunately, certain parts of the city had electricity and I'm sure the nicest parts of the city didn't run electricity, I bet you that. I realized very quickly how fast things can devolve into survival mode. Like you wake up every day and there's all these things we take for granted. Running water, I mean, yeah, we couldn't, no water, no water. Oh, and then our house flooded, by the way. Yeah, and so I'm in there in 20 degree weather, shoveling out like inches of water in my living room, right, in my kitchen. And then coming from upstairs and coming from above that, it was three stories of water just going everywhere. <laughs> I can promise you I'm not going to be unprepared like that again. So Mexico and escape route is something we're actually working on right now. We already have our passports. We have our Bitcoin. We have all these different things. People don't realize how fragile society, civilization really is. A good movie to watch on that is actually Die Hard with, a, I think it's with a vengeance. It's the one where there's a fire sale and they shut down the power grid and the communications and it descends into total chaos. I actually think they don't represent how bad it would get and how fast because, you know, it's a movie, action movie. So like most of it happens in like a two days period of time. But if that shit happened, power goes out like on the east or the west and you have millions and millions and millions of people without power, shit gets squirrely very quickly. <laughs> Some of the books I've read would predict that gangs, because they're kind of an organized unit that would be willing to break the law, do whatever they need to do to survive, they would become the new power brokers and like you'd have to then go to them and they would have all the resources and they would have these exorbitant prices and like it could get very scary very quickly if you have no prep. <laughs> so maybe this will wake you up a little bit to do some research on your own. Understand that you're playing a rigged game. It's rigged for the elites. It's rigged for the powerful. Uh, they're also basically trying to scramble to maintain it. It's like this house of cards to keep trying to throw patchwork on to keep it up. But eventually that patchwork is going to be on top of patchwork and it's going to get more fragile, more fragile, more fragile, and then eventually breaks down. It's bad. It's very bad. Understand the game you're playing. Understand the risks at play. Because if you think just going to your job, making your money, 
putting that into like an index fund or this or that or the stock market or whatever, or just like keeping in your bank account, which is the worst thing you should do. Understand the risks to that because there's really big risks to doing that. Very big risks. Yet, because the masses accept it blindly and it's what everybody does, it's just groupthink 101. Nobody questions it. They don't understand it. They don't even literally know the rules of the game that they've been thrust into. There's like a quote recently, like men are born free, but everywhere they go, they're in change or something like that. That's what modern citizenship is all around the world. And if you're born in a place like Zimbabwe or Venezuela or whatever, you have the hardest game. Like you're, you're born into the hardest game there is. And one that you actually can't really win. You have to just get out of it. You have to like figure a way to like exit the game, figure out some cheat code to get out of the country. So yeah, scary, scary shit. And this is about an intro into thinking about the game you're playing, wealth, money, your financial, your monetary energy, getting into a mindset of accumulating assets and protecting your wealth and your sovereignty, not spending, not playing this stupid broken game, not trying to fulfill your ego with vanity purchases and other nonsense like that. Buying Bitcoin to protect yourself, you know, and so I have some notes here. Let's get over them real quick. So uh, every extra penny you add to your war chest, right? Your financial machine gives you more time, freedom, and opportunity later on. Eventually, you can reach a point where it takes care of you. That's really what you want. That's what everybody wants. You want to build a financial money, perpetual motion machine, as I call it, that then just spins on its own, throwing off income that you then reinvest, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing itself. Like a... blob of energy that just the more you shoot at the stronger it gets right so you want to build that shooting money at it and making it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger that increases your security and increases your result etc you should go from a i want to spend and feel good and get temporary highs to i want to feel good about my assets my security and my future literally that's the shift and that about 50 percent of americans don't own assets they don't buy assets they don't think about assets and they will be the ones that will suffer the most and, and especially their children which drives me nuts to think about they will hurt the most in the upcoming financial apocalypse because there will be some kind of financial apocalypse we don't know how bad it's going to get we don't know how it's going to we don't know if we'll stabilize real quick like maybe bitcoin will actually be the thing that can stabilize it might actually save us right but there'll be some very very hard times through that transition period it could be a collapse of government you know it could be like the military being like you're not paying me and i saw what you just did i'm out peace i gotta take care of my family like shit like that yeah it's pretty pretty crazy so a few books to read on this and resources so hope.com Listen to the Sailor series on the What Is Money podcast by Robert Breedlove and Michael Saylor. That's like a first principles into how to think about money, money's energy, et cetera. It's amazing. Then read the Bitcoin standard and just kind of pull in those threads, see where they take you. I would read debt. I would read any books you can find on the creation of money. It's eluding me, the the books that I read on, on money. There's a few that really go back into like the Romans and the advent of banking and vaulting and gold and silver and all these different things. Understand gold and silver. Why was it used as money throughout history? And then when you understand that, you understand why Bitcoin's better in the future. So yeah, it's really fun. Like when you get into this stuff and you, and you learn about it, you'll know more than 99% of people. It's pretty fascinating. So I highly recommend you do it. Do it as a student. And I have a call I got to get on. Otherwise, I'd keep going. So morebetterman.com to get on the Better Man podcast. Colin.coach with one L, C-O-L-I-N.coach. That'll get on the Better Human newsletter. Questions, comments, feedback, whatever. Send, send it to me. You'll find me. DM me. Got to go. I will see you in the next one. Wild foods are better foods and supplements for better humans. Get your nutritional ducks in a row and the peace of mind that comes from the wild sourcing standard. Our obsessive dedication to quality. No matter your goal, we have the tools you need to achieve the next level in your health and fitness and longevity. Now, a couple of recommendations that I use on a regular basis are our Wild Cocotropic, a superfood cocoa and functional mushroom elixir that you can use to make your own delicious keto coffee, 
adaptogenic drink, smoothie, shake. You can even bake with it. You can add it to coffee. You can use it to replace coffee. The sky is the limit. This is something you want to keep in your pantry at all times and add a scoop and add it to whatever you want whenever you want. Next up is our wild prebiotic probiotic. They say that your immune system is in your gut, making sure you're supporting that with good bugs, both pre and probiotic. Both are important. I take one of these each day, sometimes twice a day to keep my gut health in tip top shape. And finally, we have our wild multis. I take the once a day for men. It's a daily multivitamin and multimineral made from whole foods and not synthetic fake nonsense the way you see most of the multivitamins in the market are made today. There's also a digestive enzyme in there and this is sourced from over 29 fruits and vegetables. I take one every day for nutritional insurance. You can buy these a la carte on the website or if you want a custom subscription that comes to you every single month, we can help you do that as well. Reach out to us. Colin at wildfoods.co, that's one L. Head over to wildfoods.co and use code BETTERHUMAN for 12% off your entire order.